All right, real estate enthusiasts, it's time to get pumped for the March 2023 edition of the Presale Pulse. We're taking a deep dive over the next 30 days, giving you the ultimate inside scoop on the latest, greatest from the presale and resale Fraser Valley Marketplace. I'm your host, Ryan Lalonde, and uh, joining me is the fabulous co-host, Brittany Reimer. I'm Brittany Reimer. This is off. This is off tradition here. <laughs> That's okay. I like change. I like change. Uh, now, as always, our mission is to get your fingers on the pulse of the real estate market so you can become a real estate intelligence superstar. Britt, give us a quick interlude. What are we talking about today? Well, can you believe it? February is already behind us. Spring is in the air. Sun is shining. Um, and prime real estate season is upon us. March Madness, maybe. Um, it's definitely an exciting time. And we're thrilled to be here today to give you the lay of the land uh, in the Fraser Valley. Um, we've got so much on our radar, um, and we're eager to dive right into this episode today. Uh, we're following up on some of the programs we mentioned last episode, um, and we're taking a closer look at the sales uh, performance uh, for those particular programs. Plus, we've got some incredible new projects coming to light that uh, you absolutely won't want to miss. So we're excited to dive in. I think I think the feedback was real, right? We want you guys to go deeper on the programs that are upcoming and want you to have a more reflective look back on what success has looked like for the ones previously discussed. So we're excited to, to take the feedback. Well, as you said, right? Just go deep, right? <laughs> Long ball. All right. Now, without further ado, Britt, let's just jump into it. We're on a bit of a time crunch here. Quickly, let's recap programs we talked about in the last episode, and then let's talk Lucent. Yeah, so Lucent came into our market full stream. Uh, the program is now over 40% sold with 160 plus deals we're, we're anticipating or es estimating. Um, they've started offering discounts for realtors who want to buy units for themselves. So really interesting approach there. Um, I don't know what realtors making money right now, but maybe they can afford that over the next 90 days. Now, if you had to put your finger on the project's early success, I got to ask, like, what do you think it is? What's, yeah. what's, what's shining on that one? Yeah, investors for sure, whilst uh, seemingly um, taking the sideline over the last few months, um, they came in full swing for this program. Um, the tower isn't expected to complete until late 2026, which really means um, spring 2027 in our in our business as we know. So there is a long timeline that's going to support um, those appreciating values. And quite frankly, those investors feel really confident on where the Surrey market is going. Yeah, and I think the marketplace today wants a longer completion date. So the longer that you can stretch it out, obviously the better it is for that return. And yeah. hopefully completing in a lower interest rate environment. Now, give us a quick idea what the pre-sale landscape's looking like as we enter sp uh, spring market right now. Yeah, so no surprise. I mean, concrete in the Fraser Valley, um, is specifically Surrey, is the bread and butter um, after taking their, their feet off the gas over the last few months. Um, I think we're going to see a lot more of the developers bringing product to, mar uh, to market this spring. Uh, Lucent showed that there is a depth in the market, and I'm sure the developers behind Sequoia and the core are really watching closely for this program. Now, both programs are coming soon. Sequoia is expected to launch in May, while uh, the core is expected to launch later this spring. I've also seen Concord start to drip out piano. Um, I know that this has been dripping for a long time, but uh, it does seem like they're starting to vamp up as well, and, and I'm not surprised. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it does feel like they're going to go in 2023. I think the big question will be, is it going to be Q end of Q2 or is it going to be Q3? Um, let's talk project features right now. There are two projects we want to feature in on in today's episode. Let's start things off and talk Jacob by Redikoff. Yeah, so this is a wood frame offering uh, launched in Abbotsford at the end of February. Uh, some great project USBs for this project. Why want to name them out? Uh, I think first and foremost, the one bedroom B1 plans, uh, solid U-shaped kitchen, really strong uh, walk-in closet. That seems to be having a huge impact. Feedback from the sales team is that that's taken uh, in a very positive light. 
starting price points at 379900 uh, 379, So really good entryway into that marketplace. I think affordability is driving demand right there. Yeah. And overall blend uh, for the program, we're estimating around $670 for price per square foot. And they've sold about 20% of their inventory or uh, approximately 14 deals. Um, they're keeping incentives light, a $1,000 assignment fee, something that we're seeing quite frequently on, on programs right across Greater Vancouver. Yeah. If you're a developer working in that market, uh, as things become more competitive, you can expect that's going to shift. They're going to wrap that up if they need to drive uh, sales, I think. Um, okay, Britt, let's uh, let's do a little bit more of a retrospective on Walker and House by BMG. Yeah, so this program launched into the North Delta market in June of last year. Um, the majority of the interest is coming from end users in North Delta, which makes sense just considering the, the fact that this is um, one of Delta's first concrete tower launches in the submarket since 2013. Uh, interesting, um, Delta has had one of the strongest rental markets in recent history, averaging 6% rental growth uh, per year since 2018. That's a big number. That's a big number. Um, now, they've been consistent with sales. They're averaging about 30 a quarter in Q2 2022, Q4 2022, and have had about 30 deals to date in 2023. This hasn't come easy for BMG. However, they started pricing at around 1100 bucks a square foot and saw, a like, saw very little market absorption. They had to pivot. They're now netting closer to the 1,000 square foot mark. We're going to continue to track programs in Delta with the 120th Street B-Line extension. There's going to be a lot of changes happening along that quarter. We expect that's going to be reflected in values and also in offerings to market. Absolutely. It, it definitely feels like there's a general sentiment from developers that Delta is a market to watch. Yeah. If you're not aware of it, click on the links below and we'll provide some access to what that OCP and some of the other planning documents that we think are relevant. Now, you also have some good news, Britt, I think in other markets, specifically resale. Yeah, coming in from the moon in the market over these past few months, I absolutely do. Um, we saw a bit of finally, sunshine. Like I, finally. I know. We saw sunshine peeking through the storm cloud um, as pricing firmed up in the valley last month, posting a modest 0.5% gain, gain from January. This is the first that we've had this conversation in quite a long time, uh, following 10 months of consecutive price declines before this. So not that surprised, but but... Conf confused. Confused. I think, yeah. I think that's a better way of talking about it. Now, the rate of decline slowly is coming down. It seemed to kind of culminate in a temporary price floor. Like the recent growing consensus is that the interest rate hikes are coming to an end. Macklin, he shut it down, which hopefully, fingers crossed, that holds uh, through the next session. I think another piece that's supporting price stability right now is the relative lack of supply. New listings are not keeping pace with demand. We know that uh, with February's 1,900 plus new listings representing a 48 decrease, a 48% decrease from last year. It's a big number. It's a massive number, yeah. right? It's, that's almost half if you do the math. Yeah. So hold, homeowners are holding on their listings. And what that really means is they're not putting inventory on the market and, and the inventory that is, they're holding on price. They have the equity to see it through. And that's creating an overall sales to listing ratio of around 20%. Now, drilling further down on condo and townhouse product, they are even more in a seller's market territory with ratios of 27% and 36% respectively. Um, it's still too early, to, of course, to say that um, we're at the bottom here, right? Um, I think all of us feel that way. It may be the case that recent price stability is solely a temporary knockoff effect and the lack of inventory and not a true expression um, of the real estate depth or underlying confidence in the market. No, I think you're right. I think that the confidence is shifting right now um, and it's a really interesting part of the cycle. From my part, Britt, I do think that these positive developments are going to continue to compound on themselves throughout the spring market. Positive developments generate positive market sentiment, which further, I think, supports market activity. Um, the big question is what will supply continue to look like long-term? We have rapid uh, immigration. 
And we know that we have incredible buyer demand as a result of that. So we're going to continue to keep watching from the sidelines in different parts of the lower mainland just to ensure that we're keeping this group finger on the pulse. Yeah, um, we know a lot of the market sentiment will hinge on inflation control, as you mentioned, Ryan. On that front, there's still a lot of room for uh, uncertainty and, and deviation. Um, we are going to do our very, very best to unpack, unpack those risks for our viewers as we as we approach them. Yeah. Now, uh, let's just close this out. I think that that's a pretty good wrap. We covered pre-sale, reflected back on some of the, the past um, intel regarding projects, and we've also taken a forward look on, on resale. I think that we've come to the end. Yeah, that's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. Let's do it. Um, hope you've enjoyed all the juicy details we've uncovered about real estate scene across the last 30 days. Now, be sure to subscribe to our channel and Newswire, our daily email roundup of the latest and greatest real estate news. We want to keep you in the loop and on top of the general market. Let's also not forget about our unstoppable internal MLA advisory team. Now, they're active in all major marketplaces across Canada. Check out our brand new MLA advisory microsite in the links below. At that site, you're going to find access to sample reports on market and price analysis, product design, floor plan reviews, and more. It's showcasing all of the kinds of actionable intelligence and due diligence that you can expect from our team and how we can help. Yeah, if you missed our recent event uh, this year in real estate hosted by REW and MLA Canada, uh, well, you're in good luck because we've got some mind-blowing highlights um, to share with you. Our esteemed industry experts um, recently shared the groundbreaking insights uh, that you absolutely can't afford to miss. Also, we've officially dropped the MLA 2023 Intel report. Now, this report by MLA Advisory is one of a kind, uh, and you need to check that out. Um, you can click the link below or check us out at MLAcanada.com uh, to get access to that. Thank you again for tuning in to the Pre-Sale Pulse, and we'll see you next month.